Bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your host, Kevin A.E., and we have a lot of opinions that are, well, unpopular. Pump it louder, pump it louder, hey. turn up the radio, <laughs> dance the, the stereo, stereo around. Around. Oh. We're gonna be like this, dude. Um, okay, I would love if we could say, okay, I usually hate, like, um late night talk show games like i hate the whole like jimmy fallon whatever like carpool karaoke i think it's so dumb mm-hmm. but that one where kelly clarkson and john legend were against blake shelton and ariana and they had to sing the lyrics of each other's song that whoever came up with that idea gold star did you, you watch the whole star. thing i need to find it on youtube i've just been seeing like all these different tiktoks did you watch it no but i kind of um, want to I would love to play that game. Like, okay. And then it would be like, oh, shit, I actually don't know the words to this. Like, the ones that they had were so easy. Break free and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like, come on. Yeah, but sometimes it's also this. like, did I ever actually know the correct words in the first right. place? Yeah, you like well, think like you know. It's like Taylor Swift song without the song behind you. And it's like, oh, I didn't know half these words. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, I you're think... forced to. Do you want to play that game? Yeah, at our party on Saturday. I think we should. Um, I have a uh, – maybe if this is a popular opinion, or maybe it's an unpopular opinion on this podcast. I think The Voice and Dancing with the Stars are doing amazing. Like, I think that they're just, like, putting out good content this season. Oh, you like, think? Whoever's working for their, like, marketing departments, like, they yeah. really – I think that they're really staying relevant. I always like the voice just because I I think they do a good job with picking their like um, judges or whatever, That's and then I think the... they also do a really good job bringing in like really high profile people to be like their like mentors or whatever. Uh-huh. I think they do a good job. It's not like oh like I don't think you have a really like arbitrary like garth brooks or something it's like who wants <laughs> garth brooks to like mentor them it's like a nobody well that's not thing, really though, but they get all these different people who all like all these different types of music like the Blake yeah and Shelton it's and they they like they pair people with like people that actually fit i don't know where these people on the voice go on like i don't think they ever oh. become famous but well that's what i was gonna say is interesting because dancing with the stars banks on them already being famous and the voice is like these no name. Literally, nobody cares about the people singing on the voice. Like I don't right. give a shit. Everything I see about the voice is about the judges, and everything I see about Dancing with the Stars is about like the already famous people. Right. You know, I actually think that this could have been a nice redemption arc for Olivia Jade. Don't you think? What do you mean? Was she on it? She was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Did you see that TikTok? She was on her own podcast and she brought her dance partner on. Oh, she has a podcast. Like, of course she does. Everybody does these days. And um, she was like, what did you think when you first found out that you were going to be partnered with me? And he was like, honestly, I wasn't excited because all I hear about you is like bad stuff. And who's her dance partner? I, is it someone like people know? No, it's just like the dance. It's like the dance person that knows how to dance. Okay. I don't think those are famous people, are they? 
no, yeah, just like, like um, for that show. Yeah. Christy Yamaguchi or something. Like, who's <laughs> a famous dancer? Like she's uh, not an ice skater. Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Not like uh, I can't even Paula Abdul. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't she a dancer? Yeah. Well, speaking of game shows, um, anyway, he was very honest, and he was like, "I didn't want to be partnered with you," but then I found out you were a nice person. Whatever. So I really think that she could bounce back. You know, she wasn't the one who paid the money to get into college. Like that wasn't her issue that was definitely her parents she probably was involved in it but whatever she's just like an annoying influencer i really don't give a shit what happens to her but oh you don't like her i have a soft spot in my heart for some reason oh wonder why don't you ever just feel like the whole like like i just feel like the whole college like industry really fucks people over you know and you do stuff and you regret it and you should be able to find redemption you know what i mean I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy you feel that way, but I don't really. Well, like, what's she supposed to do for the rest of her life? Like, go and be a typist somewhere? Just go to a- another college. I don't know. I think she did graduate, didn't she? Oh, did she, she actually. I have no idea. I need to watch Varsity Blues. <laughs> I actually did watch Varsity Blues, but it didn't tell me what happened to her. It oh. was like a whole big system behind, but it was somebody else. It was this other guy who was like in charge of all of it. So she'll be fine. I think she has. A, she had a redemption story anyway. Like she started. She's making shit ton of money on YouTube. Like she'll be fine. Somebody needs to do a deep dive into those who stay on YouTube. Like she's not on TikTok very much. I don't think. Oh really? But then I you don't have know. the double influencers like Trisha Paytas on tiktok and youtube like that's mm-hmm. a lot of work and the wendy williams show well january trisha see you the there show. <laughs> <laughs> i like believed it for a sec i was like I, I literally sent it to you immediately i was like this is huge news i almost texted you yeah but she, and then i went of course went into the comments and people were like this poor woman like she's losing it like she really thinks she is a psychopath like seriously yeah but did you see in one of the articles I sent you today that Wendy's doing a lot better now, so maybe she'll be back in 2022? I don't I don't know. I hope she's, you know, I mean, all she has to do is sit there and talk. Right, and talk. I mean, we do it twice a week, and we're literally morons. Right. Like, <laughs> I think she, what? That one TikTok today where they were like, are you going to pay $10 for a piece of pizza? And I thought like, that was yes, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'd literally pay $100. <laughs> that is you. I you would leave with your receipt, look at it, and be like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, oh, but it's just something I like really needed at the time. Like, if it, and if you were in the store already, and they were like, "Oh, your total's a hundred dollars," you would be like, "Here you go." Like, yeah, like, oh, you're not guess gonna, we're gonna like, argue. Might have to write that one off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> put it on your HSA. Um, I I want to start with a dating update. Just to shake off the dust and also then go into a Bumble BFF update. So let's yeah. get into it. Oh, there is a lot of dust. Let me tell so you. When I was here for Halloween, which literally seems like it was yesterday, but it was almost a month ago. That's so um, sad. We were discussing that maybe it's time for a little break from the dating scene just to like get rested, refreshed, have a better outlook on on things. 
Did you have you gone on a date in November? I don't think so. Yeah, I just went on that one date that that guy rejected me. So that wasn't like a good that wasn't a good entrance back into it, you know. Yeah, we were going to go on a break and then it was like maybe we'll try this one guy and then Yeah, I can't remember was I already talking to him when I came to I can't I think remember. Maybe you had told him like I'm out of town, but I'll be back next week. Yeah, right? I yeah, I can't remember. So what happened with that? Oh, I thought I already talked about that on the podcast. Oh, you did? Um, maybe not. I don't know. I don't mind talking about it again, but it's I'm not like heartbroken about it. It's really fine. I went on a it was a Sunday brewery date. Um, it was a very cold, dreary, rainy Sunday, like oh, that was the weekend you were here. So that was like what, I was, three I was weeks about ago. To say, I'll take I'll take some of the blame for this because you probably weren't in tip-top shape that day. It's okay. I mean, I don't think that would have changed. I think like when once I got to the date, like I feel like I behaved like my normal self. Maybe I don't I know. See your nails, eh? Nice. Those do look like black again. So mm-hmm. nice. One of them already <laughs> has like a little chip on the end. I'm about to like, go nice. back chip and be like, fix it. <laughs> again that's exactly like that girl paying a hundred dollars for the pizza like you would literally leave a place and be like that was the best thing my i've never seen anything better than that and then hate them i did i like go to this place down the street and i feel like they don't do a very good job like i literally while this girl was doing it had to be like can you please get the corner like she missed like a whole corner of my nail like that's your job like that's all you do i could probably do it better Sometimes anyway, I cut corners on my job. I mean, we can't be too. too she was just like doing it so fast, like she didn't want to be bothered. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so I had that Sunday day date at a brewery. This guy, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what his name was. I can't remember. Um, he was kind of short. That was like the one thing that I was a little concerned about. He was like, my, maybe my height or a little shorter, maybe like five eight. Five nine, yeah. Um, and I like. I honestly, overall, thought like the date was fine. I thought we had like good conversation. I wouldn't say I felt like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to see this guy again. But it was like a decent like first date. I think it went okay. Yeah. Like I would have probably got like if he had asked to like go on a second date, I would have probably. But um, there were other plans in the mix. If um, I'm God. Yeah, and he just—I don't even—I think I deleted the—I like deleted our messages, but he was just like, "You probably have the screenshot somewhere." But, um, he was just like, "Oh, like, thanks, like I had fun, whatever." But I wasn't really feeling any chemistry, you know, or something. It's like whatever. Like I would I rather if s- I have it, maybe. Keep going. Um. <clears throat> I don't, and then I went on this like in my head. I'm like, would I rather someone be honest and just tell me, or would I rather right. someone just ghost, ghost. me? I yeah. don't know. I don't well, really know. Have you had? Have you been ghosted? You've like mutually ghosted, but you haven't been like interested in somebody and then they ghost you. Mm-mm. Like you haven't been like left on red. I don't think. Right? No. Nope. <clears throat> Which I feel like is probably like lucky for me, honestly. Well, that's what, like, I don't think that you've experienced actually getting ghosted by somebody that you, like, enjoyed talking to. That's the thing. Right. And for this one, like, I don't think it was, like, far along. I don't even know if I would consider it, like, ghosting after one date, really. 
Hey, Lizzie. Glad you <laughs> Great. Glad you found me. it. <laughs> I had a fun time too. Thanks for getting drinks with me, comma. But I guess I didn't feel the chemistry there, you know? Period. I'm sorry. Wow. I wish you all the best though. Exclamation point. Great. What do you think of that text? Well, you I remember you saying like, does him saying I don't feel the chemistry just mean that you think I'm ugly? And it's well, yeah, like, it's like, what does that mean? Like, what was the reason? But, how, I f- but what's a better way to say that? Like, that's a pretty nice way to say it. Because that means it could be your personality, your looks, anything, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Great, Kev. You're sorry, really, you're really literally boosting me up. Blast I on this podcast. <laughs> like, you're uh, literally supposed to be the person who gasses me up and you been, don't. You're like... It could have been your looks. Could have been anything. Could have been how tall you are. Could have been how short you are. It's could, I mean, it's a plethora of things. No, I'm just saying, like chemistry is just like I wasn't feeling it. It wasn't anything in particular. And I, I was personally just surprised that that was what he said because, like, I, it's, I wouldn't call it chemistry, but I feel like we had like a good like back and forth banter. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it was more maybe it was more like friendly ban like it could have been like I wouldn't mm. say it was like flirty. I just think it was like a good Well then like, maybe he should have said that. Like I just and I've seen that on TikTok too, people being like, Oh, I just see us more as friends. Right. But I guess maybe he didn't want to be friends with you. But also like not, why not say like we're not actually gonna be fr- like nobody says that and like is actually gonna be friends, you know what I mean? So but here's the thing. Here's why I don't think he ghosted you, because this is my fault again. I told you to follow up, or maybe you just followed up. I no, know. I think I did. Anyway. No, but you you generally push me to follow up if I'm yeah, like remotely interested in a second date. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the fire moving on. So you said like, hey, I had a nice time, whatever. And then he responded to that. I'm wondering if you had not said anything. If he would, would have just never just reached ghosted. out. Right, Which like right. I feel like that's happened like that happened with that last guy that I went on like three dates with. It was like I was kind of leaving the ball in his court and then he never did anything. Was that the gay one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Exactly. So because you always felt like but that was like a but that was honestly so. like a that was like a test for me because it's like if he wasn't going to step up at this point, like he never would have, even if we had right. continued like seeing each other. Like I don't. Well, it's unfortunate. I, and I'm, you're seeing like everything about straight people dating, but like, I feel like a lot, 75% maybe women just like trap men and just do all the planning and everything. And just like, you know, are forcing. And then the men that ha- have no stake in the game. And then it's just like, Oh, well we're together. And then it's been years, and then it's like, oh, well, here's a ring. Yeah, and, and that's, like, the like complete hit. opposite of what I want, so. Right. You want somebody to, like, have some initiative, but it's just, yeah. like, society has has perpetuated this awful, like, I'm like culture not, for men. Men, like, expect, like, a desperate woman who wants to get married. They're probably like, oh, she's 29. She's looking to be wifed up. Yeah. yeah right. It's like. No, I'm but okay. I don't even know. Like this, oh, we're having such a Sex in the City conversation here. I like, wow. And I couldn't help but wonder, wonder. Like, is that what men think? Like, oh, she probably wants to have know. get a wife, or is that a negative thing? Like, oh, she's 29, she probably wants a husband, and it's like you don't want that right now. So how do you make that clear to people that like you're just here to like have fun with people? You know what I mean? Right. I don't know, and it's such a thing. It's like you could still like 
a person could still want like a relationship, but that doesn't mean I'm looking for a husband. Right. There's a difference between those things. I completely agree. Which is hard. Like, there's no way to like say that. Tell somebody like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I don't want to get married yet. And then it's like, wait, yeah. why are you talking about this? Like, you crazy person. Right. No, but there are also like, I mean, there are like people who put in their profile, like, I'm looking for a wife, but they're also usually oh, at the bottom. It's like they're <sighs> conservative. Like, oh yeah, like uh huh. They're Trumpers yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know what I really can't stand, and you know what I this is like one of my favorite things about you. Well, nah, I'm gonna backtrack on that one. I like that you have high standards for people that you're gonna be with because so often women, straight women, just completely lower the bar lower 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 and then it's my like, bar okay, truly like there's mount everest and then there's my bar <laughs> <laughs> like i don't even think god himself like could reach your bar like you it is which that so i need high. to that i need to work on high high but oh well, yeah maybe we can find a middle ground but like what i hate more than anything is like women who are like well like your friend who are like waiting desperately for a ring and they're just like staying with this guy, hoping, hoping, hoping for a ring. Like that's annoying. And then also people who like acknowledge that they're settling for people, but they don't want to go back out into the dating world. Like that just like this is your whole life. Like you got your whole life ahead of you. Like, yeah. And it's also like who's to say that like I feel like also people are so set on that there's only one person, like a singular person out there. Charlotte York. Mm-hmm. You have Which, like I don't think soulmates. I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't know. No, you could like someone like this five years and then like someone else in five years. That's completely different. Like, right? If you came, if you went back to ten years ago, Kevin, I.e., like we are completely different people than completely different right now. I wouldn't even like re- recognize myself on the street. Well, first of all, I would sign us up for my thousand pound life and, and <laughs> physically, physically, and like. <laughs> emotional maturity yeah absolutely with the emotional maturity like jesus christ in heaven yeah we act like we're literally like the best people <laughs> in the world right now we're literally psychopaths <laughs> <laughs> at least we gas each other up no i think i mean I- i'm just saying i think that we have like i always say this like i feel like we have matured a lot Right. I feel like we've matured a lot just like these past like two, three. Yeah. Even, yeah. Here's my question for people who get married. You, do you grow, what happens if you don't grow together? You know what I mean? Like if you and your partner grow together and you become more emotionally intelligent and all these things together, that's one thing. But if your partner's already set in his ways, and I'm saying his because it's usually the man. Yeah, you want to like become this adventurous person. Like, what do you do? Like, where do you draw the line? Right. And you, I don't know. And I, I feel like that happens a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Then I guess you just have kids and like chalk it up. I know, and I feel like people are like, "Oh, that's like the next adventure." Like, but then I think you also sort of like put yourselves aside, like when you have kids. I think having kids is like the most boring thing you could do like for centuries we've been having kids like try something new like do something anything else other than that do like, something anything <laughs> <laughs> well and you know it is like happening now at our age is like 
they're having kids and um like they're asking their parents to take care of the kids so now like everybody my parents age is like taking care of grandkids right they're like getting a second like set of children it's their lives it takes over their lives too it's just like don't people want lives Mm -hmm. and that's i think that's like a result of like now like both parents are working in many cases and people are like i don't want to send my kids to daycare and these grandparents are like i don't know free daycare but i'm just saying like let your grand let your parents like be people too and like retire and have fun and like, right. not that's the thing like they've life. they've finally like gotten to the point in their lives that they can do whatever they want and you're gonna throw these kids at them and it's like the whole cycle again like they just did that for 25 years like they don't want to do it again for 25 years but right whatever you can like we could probably talk about a, for a whole episode about kids i'm not saying that having kids is like a bad thing yeah like i understand like Like, there are people out there who like truly do want children i'm don't think that i'm one of them but right i like that's fine if you want to have them but i also just like i hate people that are like they just let it completely change like who they are right well and then if you don't like your partner then it's like okay let's have kids so we have like a distract a distraction I also think it's strange when people have kids like immediately. Like we have people from college who have like five year olds, and it's like we just it's, graduated from college five years ago. Like, it's so it's so crazy. There are two people who I'm thinking of in particular who went to our college and were in like medical programs or whatever, and now they have kids, and like every single thing they post is about their fucking kids, and it's just like I'm gonna have to unfollow. Like it's just gonna have to happen. Mm-hmm. I wish people knew. I wish you could submit a form and then say why you unfollow them I so know. they knew. I know when people unfollow me, so. No, I know, I but, like, they don't know why. What do you want to give them a rationale? You're <laughs> Like, this is why. <laughs> Your content's annoying as shit. It's so, I think that there's honestly a, what's it called? Um, inverse relationship with people I've actually talked to. I don't want to, I don't like seeing their stuff, but people I rarely talk to, I see, I like seeing their stuff a lot. Oh, same. Yeah. I, maybe somebody that I, I talked to one time in college, I'll look at every single one of their stories. I feel like they're like characters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they're just like people in like a show, like a just random. Yeah. Like not actually people that you've ever interacted with. but Yeah. But I like literally know so much about them. I know your aunts, your uncles. <laughs> Literally. I know what you're doing for Christmas. I know where you Every, are. I know what your job is. Like Everything. Yeah. Do you think people, people stalk that- us? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what would they see if they looked at your profile? Like, Go at the river. <laughs> <laughs> I'll literally like mute somebody like, close to me because i don't care about stuff that they're doing yeah but then i'll let i'll literally like put somebody on like my favorite contacts <laughs> literally talk to them did you mute me i don't post anything if i, I put if mute. i posted multiple stories a day would you mute me no i would like to see what you're doing throughout the day you already do i know basically I could, yeah. That's why I like my close friends, and I apologize for my close friends. Today, I was like, you know what? My close friend story is, like, boring. 
but it's things that I want to post. I want you to like see what I'm doing throughout the day, but it's like not good enough for my main story. So if you don't want to look at it, you don't. You can mute me. Go for it. Yeah. How do you remove yourself from someone's close friend story? Is that possible? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I. W- it's funny though when you mute people. I literally forget they exist. It's Taylor Swift. I forgot that you existed. No, because... it's basically like you unfollow them. I mean, it's a useful right. tool because you don't have to like it's be passive aggressive and. Yeah, but then I'm also sometimes I'm like from somebody I have muted, and I was like, "Who is this? Like, who the f are you?" Oh, that one you sent me the screenshot. Also, um, sometimes people have their degrees. Yeah, I made a. I was gonna make a comment about that. Why? What are you doing? Networking? Are you sending out job applications? I'm gonna put Instagram (laughs) BSMA. Lizzie Ma, like BS. Like, get over yourself for the love of God. Like, oh my God. Also, one of the best things I did this year was uh, retire my LinkedIn. It's really, oh, really? amazing. I just changed my LinkedIn profile picture today. Oh, nice. Did you get any likes? Oh, they don't do like likes anymore on them. Oh. Um, except for I was applying for a job the other day and you could just like connect your LinkedIn account and I had to just type everything in, but whatever. Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't think people I've like heard that LinkedIn is becoming like less and less effective. I've never had anything effective come out of my LinkedIn account. Yeah. I've had like people I think at one point I did put the like open to new opportunities thing and yeah, I would I'm, get I'm some messages. Open to new opportunities. Oh really? I've never. You're literally on a continuous cycle. I just keep thinking the next one's going to stick and then I get there and I'm like, nope, this isn't it. (laughs) That ain't it, sis. Um, Yeah. I don't even know how we got here, but I don't. Did I ever actually finish my dating update? No, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. No, we had a very philosophical conversation. Chemistry. Okay. So he doesn't have any chemistry for you. Whatever. So he's gone. I didn't respond. Whatever. I guess I could have given it like a like reaction or something. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis. Two exclamation points. I should have done the question. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Yeah. So I. What did Oh, I, I'm taking a break. I did like, I was messaging this one guy and he like asked me for drinks and I was like, honestly, my brain like couldn't handle it this week. So I said I could do next week. So we'll see if I actually follow through with it. Um, he's fine. I just like literally everybody. I'm like, they're fine. Nobody's like, wow, they're amazing. I did have that one guy that responded to my blue texts. Um, Oh, yeah, that's good. So I've been messaging back and forth with him a little bit. But yeah, nobody like really. I feel like your profile has so many things to comment on. Like now with Spotify wrapped, you literally say, I look for a strong Spotify playlist. Like people could be like, what's on your Spotify wrapped? Like Mm -hmm. if I like, I just feel like we can't make it any easier for these guys. Right. I literally this. I guess I was feeling like slightly witty the other day because I'd respond. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this this guy, one of his prompts was, oh, it's literally not even there anymore. What does that mean? He unmatched you. No, he's there. He just like the prompt, like the prompt is gone because it said something like, 
teach me something about wine. Oh. And so I just, so I just responded like funny. I was just like, I said, oh, I'm like so happy to share my really expansive knowledge of wine with you. And I said, I'm pretty sure it comes in red and white, right? Like, I thought that was funny. (laughs) 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 No, not funny. Or did he just think I'm an idiot? (laughs) (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) (laughs) That joke needed to be workshopped a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take that one back. (laughs) Flirt eye you over here. I'm surprised you guys aren't in holy matrimony today. I he no. literally took off the prompt. He was like, "Nobody's going to teach me anything about why." And he just responded and said, "Seems like a good place to start." And he responded, and I was like, "Wow, that's so rude." He didn't appreciate how witty I am. I, but it wasn't that witty. witty. In my head, I think I'm literally, literally the have funniest. A stroke when you talk to these people, like you literally just like say the strangest things. Kids say the darndest things. Yeah. So that wasn't great. I guess. <laughs> I well, literally comes in red and white. Um. Okay, so that was that, and then oh, I literally this guy today goes. Well, he had messaged me on Friday, November 26th and said, hey, Lizzie, nice to meet you. And then he mess- he double messaged me and goes, have you had any success on here? Huh. Like, clearly not if I'm <laughs> still here. Well, that's you know? such a strange thing to ask. Like, yeah, actually, I met somebody I really, really like. Yeah, like, and- do you want to talk about it? Like, Right. Like, are you my therapist? Isn't that weird? That's so strange. Um, anyway, so but you did have some success in another app last night. I did, yeah. So I had a moment of frustration last week um, after someone was flaky, and um, Ooh, Aunt Cher, yeah, Aunt Cher bailed. <laughs> um, and so I. Went on to Bumble BFF. Well, I actually had de- – I deleted my, like, dating Bumble. Like, I literally oh. deleted my account. Don't I don't like it. I don't Why, like Bumble. Because you keep getting people from Allegheny on there. I just don't like Bumble. I don't like that I have to message first. It's like I don't feel like an empowered woman that I have to message first. You know what I mean? I think it's just creating more work for me. Anyway, so I downloaded Bumble again. I went on the BFF portion and – I had a Bumble BFF date yesterday. Um, I think it went well. It was like Great. it felt very like low pressure. Like I wasn't – I feel like I'm generally nervous to meet a new person. So I guess I was like a little nervous because you don't know how it's going to go. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was just like chit-chatty. Like I don't know. I feel like there's like friend potential. That's great. I don't know. But then we were saying afterwards, like, what do you do now? Like, you went on this. Yeah, what do you do next? Now it's like. It's also weird because then you're only ever, like, just hanging out with that one person unless you do, like. Well, that's why I asked if it was a group thing because sometimes they do those, right? Like, group 
meetups. You did one of those. Didn't yeah, you? I did one in DC. Yeah, that got me some lifelong friends. <laughs> let me tell you. You guys all sign your yearbooks, Lila. I did Bumble BFF a couple times in DC too, but oh, that wasn't super. F- I had that one friend that I like, but she was very boring. Her oh, name was Katie. Okay. Do you remember what her? Did, where, I don't think so. Did you guys go out to like brunch? Yeah, we like. I don't even know. Yeah, we went to brunch. She. One time she like went to the movies with Kush and I. Oh, what'd you see? A Star is Born. Oh, nice. Huh. Yeah, so we were like friends. I don't, but it wasn't yeah. like, you know, dying to be besties. But I, think I don't know. One of my 2022 resolutions is. Uh, I want to join one of those sports leagues, make some friends, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm struggling a little bit, uh, mainly because I lay in my bed until noon every day, so that's like kind of on me. And also because COVID restrictions are like still pretty high here, like everybody's right. still wearing masks and stuff, and like dis- spaced and stuff. And I live with someone who isn't the most outgoing person in the whole world. Which is totally fine, and we're having a great time. But I think I can make some more friends. I do go to swim practice, but it's like we're swimming most of it. Like, right. we don't like talk. I just think like, it's hard. Like, sometimes. I think it's hard for you. Like, you moved there, and like, you didn't have like. Not that I'm saying a benefit of like an office that there is any, but like that is a way to meet people. Like, you met people yeah. in Boston at work. Right. But the issue is that even if I would get a job here, I would probably still want it to be remote. So like, right. that's just that's like not me, I think. No, that's and like the, the exact like, situation I'm in. It's like, what am I going to do? Well, but also let me tell you, I'm not joining a sports league. Like, I know my coworkers, too, and I don't really want to be friends with any of these people. Like I would go out to drinks <laughs> with them, maybe. But like, I don't know. Not like actual friends. I don't think so. The thing at um, my first job in Boston was like. I met people not even in my office. Like, that's the one thing that maybe would happen. But, like, I don't think that's going to happen very often. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I and don't it's, think like, probably easier to be friends, be friends with people that, like, aren't your direct coworkers sometimes, Team. too. Yeah, right. Like, those – you might have had some potential with other departments or something at Gensler, but, like – Yeah. Well, oh, well. Here's the thing with gay people, like – I feel like if you get on one of those apps, even if you say you're looking for friends, you're definitely not looking for just friends. And like, right. I was saying, well, that's the exact thing like Kush is going through. Like he says Mm. that he wants to like meet friends, but that's not like, I think he legitimately does want to just make friends, but like, it's hard to actually get that. Sorry. What were you saying? I said last week, like I miss going on first dates. <laughs> I was really? Like, I just miss going on first dates. Like it's just so you much You just like talking about yourself. yourself and, yeah, just, like, I hate I that. Know, you can can you go on my first dates for like... me and just tell people about me? <laughs> I hate so I it. I permission to go on a first date, but I don't want to go on a first date. Like I just want to, I don't even know what I want. Like whatever. So I well, yeah, it would be too hard to like new friends. I separate that. I've been trying to do that since 2010. <laughs> I Okay, well, we either have to do two things. Either we have to reach out more to the people that we already know or make new friends. I think I'd like to make new friends. 
personally. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but Bumble BFF's I mean, a good start. I think start Bumble date. BFF is an option. You could there, go into the Gensler pits. I have seen there are guys on Bumble BFF like looking for like girlfriends. Oh. Hmm. That's an that's an interesting idea. Huh. How do you know that uh, how do you know that they're gay? Or are they not? You they're can just sort of just tell. <laughs> no, I think you can no, I think you can like put your like maybe sexuality. not sexuality. That's kind of strange. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I know that it's not like nothing happens organically anymore. Well, like never nothing ever did in our lives. Like it's not like we went to a bar and like bumped into Well, no, but there are like you want to be best friends. There are like no opportunities right now. Like you aren't just going to like run into someone. And it's like what I I'm always like, oh, I'm going to like meet my husband at a coffee shop or like make friends with resting bitch face of them all it's like like, i am the least approachable person (laughs) on the face of the earth like people are probably like i'm gonna call the police before i become friends with her Mm. so it's like it's not gonna happen there i don't like going places by myself so i'm not gonna like it's not like i'm gonna go to a bar by myself and just like like order a manhattan right it's like what I would literally not like that gives me, I literally am my having heart palpitations. That's so scary. Well, that's why I'm saying like, I think the thing that people do our age is like join these leagues, these like sports. What leagues. are you going to play kickball? There's a lot. There's like ski ball. Kev. Well, my kickball league was so successful. Oh, I, That was the tipsy toasters. That could have been good, but you never went. I went two times, I think. And also, like that, those are not the type of people that you want to be friends with. Like, no, they were literally like, yeah, like, oh, like, play. I felt probably Republican. I honestly felt old too. Like, I feel like I was older than a lot of them. Like, a lot of people were in their like early twenties. I think there's a big age difference between like twenty two and like twenty six. Uh, well, that's exactly what we were just talking about. Like a little bit of emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I think I would like a friend that's 22 just to like go out with every once in a while. But like, what are you going to talk about? I don't know. I feel like as you get older, like age differences aren't that much. But I just feel like someone who's 22 is like so young. Here's the thing. I would be friends with somebody that's like 35, but I'm not. Sure I would rather be. Old. Yeah, I'd rather be someone with friends. Some older. Oh, my God. Am I having a stroke? I'd rather be friends with someone older. But then they. All but also, to, I don't. I don't want to be friends with someone that has children. <laughs> it's like once people have children, they're literally dead to me. Like I, what are, what are we gonna do? It's I like literally like, host a funeral, like hang out with the kid. <laughs> like what? What are like we? Go on I don't. I don't that? like kids. <laughs> you don't need to like the kid. Like you like talk to your friend. I know, but it's just like there. a different. I don't know. I just like people's priorities shift a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to oh, be people's. I want to be people's center of attention. It's like I don't want their kid to be the center of attention. Anyway, Spoken truly like an only child. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. Um, what are some of your resolutions for the new year then? I actually have I've actually really been thinking about it and I feel like they're pretty like manageable resolutions. Yeah. Um I really want to like become more fit. Mhm. 
Um, Are you going to get a personal trainer? No, I don't think I'm going to get a personal trainer, but I am thinking about maybe taking like a Pilates class. Like I think that would be, I feel like a, I feel like that's the type of, that's the stuff I like don't know how to do myself. By yourself. Yeah. And it's sort of like, I want to do some, more like I feel like that's good like toning strength training mm-hmm. yeah not too I don't bulky. yeah we're not we're team no bulk over here you could do a spin class yeah I would I literally have been saying I'm gonna go to the spin class that's two minutes for me forever but so I need to just like suck it up and do it maybe yeah. I'll meet a friend there I don't know it's a pretty small spin studio the one so thing I, do that. I will say like I think gym should be eradicated like i think gyms are so dumb except for like i like the gym in my apartment but, oh like, yeah that's like gym. that's amazing like your gym's perfect like that's it's included like weights and like a pull-up bar and like a stairmaster that's all i need but i will say like when i go to swim practice and you pay for the class it's like okay you're going and i always am like mm, i could just lay on the couch but it's like no but it's I like you already paid going. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, that felt amazing. Like, I'm so glad I did it. I'm sure you'll be the same way. Like, you'll be dreading it, dreading it, dreading it. And then you'll do it and be like, oh my gosh, that was I think, I also think the best thing about classes is, like, I think I personally feel so much peer pressure from other people who are around me. Like, I can't, like, I can't look bad. But whereas if I'm, like, if I were, if I had a Peloton, I would half-ass it. You know what I mean? Because nobody else is there. You're just, like. You're yeah. literally doing it all on your own and just like if you want to stop and sit there, nobody's going to know. But like if you're in a class, I don't want to look like an idiot. It's like if I'm like tired and need to stop for it, like that's fine, but I'm not going to like mm-hmm. be lazy. And and I also like feel like I need someone to like tell me if I'm doing it right, you know? See, I thought that and then I did this rooftop yoga class here and I was there like kind of earlier before everybody else and I like – said my name and stuff to the instructor and then I think she only remembered my name and so every two seconds it was like Kevin you could do this Kevin you could do that I was like okay lady like I'm not that bad you can focus on somebody else for a second oh that's annoying yeah but yeah I think I would like to look into a Pilates class I yeah I, I like spinning so I just need to suck it up and do it yeah um yeah so I want to become more fit um, I don't. Why don't know. we um table this conversation and talk about it later on in the month? We'll have a whole resolutions episode. I that's a good that's a good idea. We've gone for forty two minutes just talking about nothing. And we're <laughs> get into something we could have just we could have just talked about all this stuff not on the podcast on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we wanted to talk about today is things that are up in the news, which are court cases. And if you and actually made it this far, God bless you. <laughs> Namely, benevolent sexism in criminal court cases in regard to women, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Glazane Maxwell and the Supreme Court and some school shootings. So let's get into some really light topics here. Super, super light as a feather, stiff as a board. Um, So how do you say your name? Ghislaine? I thought it was Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Oh, it's probably Ghislaine. Yeah, because I'm like, that does not. Ghislaine just doesn't roll (laughs) off the (laughs) chair. Um, so Jelaine Maxwell warned Epstein's house manager not to look at his eyes, court hears. Um, the former house manager of Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach home said Thursday that Jelaine Maxwell warned that he could never look his boss in the eyes. 
Juan Alessi, who worked at Epstein's Florida residence from about 1990 to 2002, made the startling statement during his testimony at Maxwell's child sex trafficking trial in Manhattan Federal Court. Epstein, a mega-rich financier who counted Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton among his associates, killed himself at a New York City jail in August 2019 pending trial. Maxwell, 59, and the daughter of the deceased British publishing titan Robert Maxwell was arrested in July 2020 at a sizable New Hampshire estate. The former British socialite is now on trial on charges related to her alleged participation in Epstein's... British socialite, huh? I, how do we become socialites? I know, seriously. Maybe we'll be able to make friends that way. Maybe. Um, in Epstein's sexual abuse of minor girls, some as young as 14, Maxwell has pleaded not guilty. Prosecutor Maureen Comey's questioning of Alessi sought to bolster the government's position that Maxwell was deeply involved in all aspects of Epstein's life. Prosecutors have alleged that Maxwell was Epstein's best friend and right hand and that they were partners in crime. Other than Mr. Epstein, who else, if anyone, gave you instructions about your job responsibilities during your employment? Comey asked. Ms. Maxwell said Alessi, 71. Alessi said that when he had first met Maxwell, she was a pretty girl, a tall brunette. Ms. Maxwell was the girlfriend of Mr. Epstein. I understand she was the lady of the house. From the day she came into the house, she right away took over and she mentioned to me she was going to be the lady of the house. Also, she was in charge of other homes, other properties. Epstein, who had hired Alessi full-time after convincing him to leave his other clients, started acting differently toward him. It changed gradually from being cordial to more just a professional, he recalled. Our conversations with him were less and less. What, if anything, did Ms. Maxwell tell you about whether you could speak directly with Mr. Epstein, Comey asked. Only I was supposed to speak with Mr. Epstein when he asked me questions. At the end of my stay, there was a time when she says, Jeffrey doesn't like to be looked in the eyes. Maxwell allegedly told him, you should never look him in the eyes. Just look at another part of the room and answer to him. What? So creepy. Well, so the other part of this was that um, they asked her, "Have had did she ever hire the sex massage therapists for him? And she was like, I hired a lot of people for him. I hired this person. I hired that person. And they were like, did you ever hire the sex massage therapist? And she was like, yeah, I would hire them. And they were like, where did you find these people? And she was like, I went to massage parlors and like tried them out. And then I hired them for him. To see if they would like do things. Yeah. Like, who is she kidding? Like, he was in jail. You were literally his assistant. Like, you did everything for him. Like, right. I don't. Like, I don't know why there's a any. creepy person. I don't know why there's any question, you know? I'm sure that her lawyers just said to plead not guilty, but she's getting something for sure. The whole thing is just so strange. Do you think he um, was murdered? I think he probably like uh, set it up, arranged for something to happen. Yeah, because I'm sure he has enough connections that he didn't want to spend the rest of his life in jail. So it's just like kill me. Oh, I mean, if I don't I... think it's some conspiracy theory, right? I mean, if I were told I had to be in jail for life, I would want to kill myself. Oh. Yeah, right. That's why they keep things away from you so you don't kill yourself. It's just like, what else are you living for? And our t that's what our taxes go to. Well, yeah, there should be a different system for that. Um, do you want to get into the abortion case? And I also want to see if there's an update on Elizabeth Holmes. Because I know she gave her own testimony, right? I'm really bringing in some Elizabeth you Holmes vibes like today. Yeah. <laughs> 
Whoops. Do you think he's an IE or a Y? I don't know. I don't know if she has that name. Maybe she's like a Beth. Ew, a Beth. That was like my worst nightmare. Like if I would ever be a Beth. <laughs> Maybe um, we should stop calling you IE and call you Beth. And oh, that's terrible. Call me Liz. Okay, so Justice Sotomayor suggests Supreme Court won't survive the stench of overturning Roe v. Wade. The liberal justice used her questions in a hearing on a Mississippi abortion case to urge her conservative colleagues to follow precedent, not politics. Um, Justice Sonia Sotomayor used her questions during a Supreme Court hearing Wednesday on abortion rights to urge her conservative colleagues to follow precedent and not politics in deciding the case. She noted that the sponsors of the 2018 Mississippi abortion law, which would ban most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, had said they were pushing ahead with the legislation and a court challenge because we have new justices on the Supreme Court. Then President Donald Trump successfully nominated three Supreme Court justices during his four-year term, giving the conservatives a 6-3 majority. Sotomayor, who was nominated by then-President Barack Obama, said that tossing out the landmark rulings, establishing abortion rights would tarnish the court's reputation and open the floodgates to other challenges to well-settled right. law. exactly. I just don't understand how, like, it's law. Like, how do we reverse it? Well, it's a precedent set by the Supreme Court, so I guess officially they could reverse that precedent. Oh. Um, they could say that 50 years ago when Roe v. Wade was ruled it was ruled incorrectly okay which is Um, what they're trying to say now so she said will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the constitution and its reading are just political acts i don't see how it is possible also it's just like people these people are so contradictory like on one Mm -hmm. hand they're like i need to read the like it's like the fucking bible like word for word constitution and now they're like oh fuck it like whatever well, the one that guy i forget roberts i think he yeah. was interviewing one of the proponents of roe v wade and he was like where specifically in the constitution does it give women the right to abortion like where does it say that and the woman was like when you say life liberty and the pursuit of happiness like liberty is a woman being able to choose what she does with her body like liberty is Mm -hmm. a person's freedom like and this is just what these things just need to be like updated it's like these things were written so long ago and my god by a bunch of slave owning white people the world is just so it's like yeah it sounds like flowery and nice but like what the fuck does it mean and it's so hard to like actually apply what they're saying to like real life situations right exactly um so sotomayor called roe v wade a watershed decision that created an entrenched set of expectations in our society that this is what the court decided and that's what will follow overturning roe could have other far-reaching consequences as well she warned i could name any other set of rights including the second amendment by the way There are many political Mm. people who believe the court erred in seeing this as a personal right as opposed to a militia right, she said. If people actually believe that it's all political, how will we survive? How will the court survive? Stewart countered countered that there have been many that there have been medical advancements since Roe was decided in 1973 and since the court's 1992 decision in Planned Parenthood v. Casey. That ruling has held that states can impose some restrictions on abortion as long as they do not present an undue burden, but the procedure cannot be prohibited 
before fetal viability, generally considered to be 23 to 24 weeks into pregnancy. Um, Sotomayor also asked Stewart what the medical advancements had been, and he said knowledge and concern about such things as fetal pain prior to 24 weeks. Um, he Sotomayor accused him of using junk science and said there's a small fringe of mm. doctors who hold this view, and it's not one well-founded in science at all. Right, right. Um, how is your interest anything but a religious view? Sotomayor later said, when does the life of a woman and putting her at risk enter the calculus? She said, mm-hmm. forcing women who are poor to proceed with unwanted pregnancies puts them at a tremendously greater risk of medical complications and ending their life 14 times greater to give birth to a child full term than it is to have an abortion before viability. Mm-hmm. And now the state is saying to these women, we can choose not only to physically complicate your existence, put you at medical risk, make you poorer by choice because we believe what? Stewart said a woman's interest is there the entire time. All the interests are there the entire time. For what? Not, I don't think so. The court Wednesday appeared prepared to uphold the Mississippi law, which would represent a dramatic break from 50 years of rulings, but it was unclear after the arguments whether the court would take the additional step to explicitly of explicitly overturning its abortion precedents, including Roe v. Wade. It's just so wild. It's so confusing, too. Jesus. Yeah, it's what really. What the hell are they talking about? Well, it's just, it's so confusing, like, how this is coming up at, like, a state level. And if that keeps, so basically, like, if that keeps happening and different states keep challenging this, then it can affect the whole thing. Right. I think if they, because the state made that law, if they say that that's okay, then every state could have the same law. under the supreme court i guess right yeah i don't know it's just like so disgusting what's it to you literally what is it to? and then like amy coney barrett was like oh "Oh, just like put the child up for adoption blah 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 like it's not that hard leave it at a fire station it's like you want you want people to leave their babies at a fire station that's better like that's not better Right. And like you're not considering like how like emotionally hard that that's going to be for the woman to do that. Like Oh, and well that's what they're saying. There's like so many things that could go wrong during the entire pregnancy, especially if you're poor and young and don't want it. Like you could lose your job, you could be destitute, you could have medical complications. Like just let people do whatever the fuck they want. Jesus. I just truly like I just hate like america so much it's just well and remember so people are talking a lot about kavanaugh being like let in because susan collins one of the republican senators was like oh he he he'll uphold roe v wade and we were all like "Mm, i don't know about that and now it's like he's not going to of course right it's like what i just don't understand how it affects other people it's like who cares what other people are doing you would never even know It's not like people go around advertising, hey, guys, I just got an abortion. Like, I don't think people are particularly, like, happy. They're not, like, thrilled to do it. It's not something that, like, makes people happy to do, but. When would you ever be not allowed to have a medical procedure on your body? Like, I want to have my gallbladder removed. Like, oh, you live in Massachusetts, so you can't do that. It's like, what do you mean? Like, that's not anything to do with you. You know what it is, Kev? It's religion ruining That's everything. That's what it is. I literally made up bullshit. Like, 
fucking virgin fucking Mary should have had an abortion, then we wouldn't be in this fucking place. Like, maybe she did because Jesus probably didn't exist. (laughs) Surprise. Mary had a coat hanger. Our issues right now are that we are overpopulated. Like, we're causing climate change. We have, like, no room for everybody. Everybody's poor. It's just, like, the answer is not to have more kids. And there's people cranking out, like, five kids because God told them they should. Here's the thing. Republicans should be happy because they're having 10 kids and Democrats are literally getting them aborted. So they're getting more of the population. So you should take your win and leave it at that. Right. Talk about, like. If you don't want an abortion, don't have one. Yeah, but that's not good enough for people. It is kind of awful that, like, everything is either it's one way or the other. Like, and because there's six Republican justices on on the Supreme Court, they're going to be Republican. And it's just like, we can't do anything. Like, Mm-mm. and I'm scared because in 2022, like, what's going to happen in the House? Like, it's just awful. It's going to be interesting. I think people are going to go hard next year. I think for those like Senate elections. Well, and I hate to say it, but now it's like, it's that fucking GOP thing that you sent me yesterday. Like, Oh, inflation and like all this shit. Like Like he's reversed everything that Trump did. Like Trump literally got us into this fucking pandemic situation. So I don't even want to hear it. Honestly, like, me like as like a privileged like white person like no matter who the president is like my life doesn't really change oh it has no impact seriously which is like a very but i I mean i'm not like that it's not like that for everybody but like my like literally anybody could be president and my life isn't gonna change that drastically it's just annoying to hear about but like well, that's the, that's the only thing that really addresses you is like you don't have to hear about Trump being an idiot right now. Like, right. Well, and it's it's all of thing. these other people like that. Those are the people who think that are also not being affected by who the president is, but they're the exactly. ones who are being so like outward about everything. It's like it literally yeah. doesn't affect you. Nope. So anyway, so that's that. It's really upsetting. Um, what do we want to talk about next? The shoot Elizabeth just Holmes. Oh, did you send me something? No, sorry, I just thought of it. Oh, go ahead, you can talk about it. Let's see here. Um CNBC has learned Elizabeth Holmes has been calling former sorority sisters from Stanford to attend her fraud trial in support of her. When approached at the courthouse, the friends wouldn't ident- reveal their identity. Former friends tell CNBC that Holmes is betting on herself to clear her name. As Elizabeth Holmes testifies in her own defense, she's getting a little help from her friends. This whole article of CNBC is about how Elizabeth Holmes' sorority sisters came to her fucking thing. Seriously. Let's see if there's anything in here. Um, Jurors are watching the behavior of the people who show up to support her. There's a strong belief that if there are people with you that the jury is going to like it and it will rub off on them um let's see here at the start of her trial her partner's father bill evans attended jury selection casually dressed and said his name was hansen evans sat in the back of the courtroom and said he was merely a spectator he did not return to the court after npr revealed his identity so strange Mm -hmm. on the stand over the course of five days holmes has shown a glimmer of remorse for example she told the jury i wish i had done it differently when asked about adding the logos of drug makers onto theranos lab reports that were sent to investors 
I think she's probably feeling like, I will beat this. She had a lot of optimism and a little bit of woe is me. I don't think she's there's guilt based on my conversations with her, a former friend of Holmes spoke. Um, I, it's just so crazy. Like, yeah, you should have done things a little bit differently. I think Elizabeth Holmes, like right. that's not that much remorse in my opinion. Also, it's like she had to know like how much she was scamming people. Like it's not that hard to know that like what you were doing wasn't legit. Elizabeth Holmes admits she went to Rupert Mur- Murdoch to try to kill the Wall Street Journal Theranos story. Of course she did. She details an abusive relationship with Theranos ex-president Balwani. Like, she's just trying to throw shit at the fire now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I feel like that trial, like, her whole thing has been, like, going on for so long. I'm just, like, laughing at myself because I literally look like her so much right now. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing about the, these legal cases. Like, they do take a long time. Like, somebody said, we won't know about the Roe v. Wade thing until next summer. Like, because oh, they wow. decide and write their dissents or whatever. But then that school shooting that happened yesterday or on Wednesday, that person is already on trial. And, like, oh, really? Do you think it's because things are at like a local level? Well, I think things are faster. They have to get people like that off the fucking streets. Like, right. You have to get crazy. I like that. don't even know really what happened. I just like saw that there was a shooting, so we can dive in. <coughs> Sorry, you dive in. I'm just gonna. I'll be right back. Yep. So investigators reveal concerns about behavior of Mi- Michigan high school shooting suspect leading up to the tragedy. Two teachers separately reported concerning behavior from sophomore Ethan Crumley. Starting the day before the deadly Michigan high school shooting he's accused of, prompting two meetings with him, including one with his parents, just hours before the killings, a sheriff said Thursday. Crumley, 15, was charged as an adult Wednesday with terrorism, murder, and other counts in connection with Tuesday's shooting that killed four students and injured seven other people at Oxford High School north of Detroit. The first behavioral report came Monday when a teacher in the classroom where he was a student saw and heard something that she felt was disturbing. Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard told Brianna Kyler on CNN's New Day, and they had a counseling session about it with school officials, and a phone call was left with the parents. Then on Tuesday, hours before the shooting, a different teacher in a different classroom saw some behavior that they felt was concerning, and they brought the child down to an office, had a meeting with school officials, called in the parents, and ultimately it was determined that he could go back to class. Authorities say Crumley soon moved or soon opened fire outside a school bathroom. He moved through a Jesus. hallway at a methodical pace. Prosecutors said shooting at students in hallways and classrooms before surrendering in what's become the deadliest shooting at a U.S. K-12 school since 2018 and the 32nd on such a campus since August 1st. Bouchard declined to detail what the teacher's concerns were. That was going to be my question adding that his department was never informed of either meeting prior to the shooting or that there were concerns about behavior. When asked why Crumley was allowed to return to class on Tuesday, Bouchard said that will all be part of the investigation in terms of what they thought and why they thought that was the next right step. Um, Cell phone videos refer to killing students, officials say. After the shooting, investigators found two videos on Crumley's cell phone made the night before the shootings in which Crumley talked about shooting and killing students at the high school. 
Another piece of evidence investigators uncovered is a journal that was in Crumley's backpack that detailed his desire to shoot up the school to include Jesus. murdering students. The weapon oh authorities God. said was used in the shooting. A nine millimeter Sig Sauer something pistol was purchased by Crumley's father four days before the shooting. Asked about Crumley's parents' knowledge of what their son was writing or recording before the shooting or his accessing the new weapon, Bouchard on Thursday told CNN, we don't have any information that they knew that this was the path he was headed, but that's very much an active investigation. Right. Um, I didn't know it was the deadliest school shooting since 2018. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so how the authorities said the shooting unfolded, sorry, I'm just going to keep going because I'm curious. Um, in court Wednesday, prosecutors said video from school surveillance cameras showed Crumley with a backpack, then a minute later exiting a bathroom without the backpack and with a gun in hand. Crumley began firing outside the bathroom, prosecutor Mark Keast said. After students started running away, he proceeded down the hallway at a methodical pace and shot inside classrooms and at students who hadn't escaped, Keast said. That continued for another four or five minutes when he went to another bathroom. Video from the school shows that the assailant fired at the victims at close range, often aiming at the head or chest. So, like, he was out there to actually kill people. Um, what else? There's a lot of digital evidence. There's things that have been on social media. Um reporter, the ac- accusation requires premeditation, and I'm absolutely sure after reviewing the evidence that there isn't even a close call. It was absolutely premeditated. Ugh, that's so gross. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that pops into my mind about how this could have been prevented, because it seems like people realized he was kind of off. They had a meeting with him. They told his parents, like, he's kind of off. The only thing that could have been prevented is that he wouldn't have had access, access to this to fucking gun. gun. Yeah. Exactly. Like, well, just that, lock like, it br- up. That, like, brings to light. It's like, why do ordinary like everyday people even need guns and it's like i think if a you pistol. what is what was his dad doing with the pistol if you have a child like under 18 like you should be required to have your gun locked maybe that is a lie i don't know people just don't follow I think, it i thought it was or something you have but to you should be required sort of to like have it locked away like i don't uh, yeah i don't know and i think this also it's brings just... to light like this kid clearly was having some issues and like i'm not saying that's an excuse but you know that's probably what happened like there's obvious when a kid when a kid does that there's something else like going something on is happening. it's definitely a kid like family issues or something at home it's right just like right when we're talking about how they can't they don't want women to have abortions they literally don't fucking give a shit that this kid had a fucking gun and shot mm-hmm. people. It's exactly like Kyle Rittenhouse. Like people, he killed people with a gun and Republicans are literally like, he's crazy. They're praising him. So it's like, that's the best person. That's I've the ever biggest, seen that's the biggest life. like contradiction. It's like people like that think it's fine to kill like fully grown human beings who right. didn't do anything wrong. Right. And it's because it was self-defense. Like, no, it wasn't. Like, you were just an asshole with a gun. Yeah. You could have stayed home. Like, like, I understand, like, killing people that it's like, okay, you're this is, like, literally a serial killer. Like, if I had a serial killer after me and I somehow had a gun, I'd probably shoot them, you know? 
How would you, okay? Well, I have so many questions. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, why is a serial killer? After I don't know. I'm just saying. You get the like, gun? That's like, the most far fetched thing. But I'm just saying, like, that's a type of person. I'm like, okay, it's okay to kill them because they're right. like, that is truly self defense. Like you, if they're if someone came into my if someone broke into my house with a gun. And I killed them somehow. I don't would probably would never make it, but I don't like. I think it's fine to kill them in that case. You know, <laughs> I think what that just that is who's like confused. Like, that's how do you self-defense. Know that, that person's worthy of being killed. They're literally. I'm laying in my bed. They have a gun to my head, <laughs> <laughs> and then you pull your gun out of nowhere and then you shoot them with that gun. <laughs> no, I like grab my lamp and like knock. Uh, the side of their head and they die or something but that's what know. like the brianna taylor situation was right like they came into her house they shot at the police officers and then the police officers killed her right like, they were using self-defense against these random people intruding in their house and they got killed for that right well that was just an awful turn of events i don't know I mean, it's it just seems like any single thing to do with a gun is a bad thing. That's my opinion. Right. It's just, just not it's not necessary to just have them in general. And like I fully like believe in the idea that like like Republicans rationale is, oh, we if we have more guns, we'll be more protected. We'll like protectors. less things will happen. That's but I think true. that's the most idiotic thing yeah. ever. Yeah. I just like don't know. I wonder how, like, if for one day, if tomorrow we had super strict gun laws, like they do in like New Zealand, like they have super yeah. strict gun laws. Like, if tomorrow that happened, like, what would they do for like people who had them? You know, you do. They tried to do it in Texas. You do like a buyback. Like, you can put, you can take back your guns, and the government will buy them. Okay, but you know, there would be so many people that wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Well, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. They can keep what they have, but I really don't think we should sell anymore. I think there are just no. like I think there's enough kids. There are enough guns out there already. We yeah. do, we don't need anymore. Annie, get your guns and pick up your kids. Well, I think there there has to be an investigation into why this guy bought a gun on Black Friday, and I'm sure he took his kid with him and was like, "Look at this great gun I'm gonna oh, get on Black Friday." Oh, you know, Friday. like these like, people like glamorize guns. Like clearly, mm-hmm. if there's a gun that's easily accessible to this kid, like they are living in an unstable household. Like that's mm-hmm. not normal. So mm-hmm. there was definitely more. I'm not like defending him, but I'm saying there was definitely more to the situation. Um, and it's always men. Literally, always, oh, yeah. Where are the women? You guys literally just get shit on in this country. Like, men are the worst things on the earth, and we can do whatever the fuck we want. And you guys can't even go get health care. Like, you better I not keep, try it. I keep seeing um, TikTok. I don't know why I'm on IUD TikTok. Maybe because I've like Googled IUDs, but yeah, I keep getting these TikToks that are like, I guess it's like super painful. And, like, doctors don't allow – like, they don't give you any kind of sedative for to the procedure. To get in, implanted? Yeah. And they, like, I people are – what? Go on. Oh. Continue on. Okay. Um, But people are, like, if men – like, if men got IUDs, like, they would literally be, like, put to sleep, like, all this stuff. 
I worry that sometimes you get on women conspiracy theory TikTok or women conspiracy theory. No, literally people say that getting an ID is like the most painful like procedure that they'll ever have. I don't think. I mean, I've never gotten one. Yeah. Okay, man. Okay. But people stick things up there all the time. It's just like something else you're sticking up there. No, it's literally there's this tool that literally like it's these two like metal clamps that like cut into you up there for them to place it so google what's your it point? it's painful oh okay well and i think they should offer you so i'm just saying like people are saying that that's an example of like if men had to do this it would be cheaper i mean not cheaper it would be not painful People usually feel some cramping or pain when they're getting their IUD placed. The pain can be worse for some, but luckily only lasts a minute. Some doctors tell you to take pain medicine before you get your IUD to help prevent cramps. Okay, well, you always... I'm like... I've literally like read all of these comments from like real women in the world, and they say (laughs) that it is like the most pain they've ever experienced. Real women vote for Trump. (laughs) Okay. Up to 70% of people who have not given birth report feeling mild to moderate discomfort during the insertion process. Most commonly, the discomfort is short-lived. Less than I know. It is definitely were... very quick, but people say that it's excruciating. Excruciating? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry I brought it up. You're literally real women vote for Trump right now. Okay. I'm seeing that some people find the procedure no more painful than a pap smear and experience only mild discomfort. I'm just saying. What I... What I um, I know I know you think I'm just like a wuss with anything medical, but I'm saying I and I haven't had an I have not had an IUD put in. I didn't. I don't think that getting a pap smear is painful. Be, I don't want you to be scared of getting an IUD. Is what I'm saying. Like I don't want you to be on weird white anti-vax woman tiktok i don't think like, they're anti-vax oh, i don't know like let's just i don't know about medical procedures okay i'm just saying i don't want things to hurt so no, no absolutely not <laughs> men have like the pain tolerance of like a penny like they have nothing. do you think you like, have high pain tolerance no absolutely not you oh really touch me touch me and i'm like get the f off of me you know that hurts yeah okay but I feel like for something like inserting a device into your vagina, like no, but they literally just like they use these like clamps. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but I've seen so many like hand gestures about these fucking <laughs> clamps. Like I is like so concerned about these clamps. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. I'm gonna pee. Clamps. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but what you're saying is if men had to get a procedure like yes i was just i was really just trying to use this as a simple example and we spiraled but that's okay i just feel like sometimes you get sucked into these like like you as a white woman you get sucked into these white woman spirals like usually to do with like your body like yeah because i'm scared of everything yeah right like microwaves like cancer like all this stuff you just like think is really going to be the end of you yep Yep. I either think something's going to be the end of me or something's going to change my life in one day. (laughs) And it's always a very short-lived thing. 
the extreme IE podcast. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Like one way or the other. Goldilocks. Too yep. big, too small, too hot, too cold. Yep. Um, okay. Do we have anything else here? We just had this Wendy Williams article. She was spotted leaving a wellness center in Miami. She says she's doing fabulous. That's amazing. Happy for her. And then we also have, oh, here we go. Our favorite topic, Omicron. Omicron. Could be either. Uh, we, we don't know. We can save this for when we have more information. Oh, was this just, was this for the podcast or were you just sending me this article? Uh, both. Oh, I think okay. they're just saying more people are going to get tested. Things might change. We have a new variant. Great. Um. Okay. Yeah, more to come. Maybe we'll have an – once we know some more about Omicron, maybe we'll have a whole episode about it. Probably All not. All I know is I'm pledging next next fall. I'm doing Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. I don't – what I'm does an Omicron look like? Del Delta Omicron Epsilon. I'm just going to keep adding. How do they choose? Is it like how they choose like hurricane names? It's alphabetical. Oh, is that what comes next? Well, they skipped um, new – and you, because that would be kind of confusing if you said the new variant. Oh, and that's funny. Wow. I'm going to use that on a dating another app. another one that was like hard to say maybe. Um, they skipped two letters, but basically and Omicron they, isn't hard alpha, to say. beta, delta. Like we all had, we had all those things. So no, but some of them we didn't call because that's when we were being like culturally insensitive and being like no, we China variant. No, we went those. Oh, we went. Oh, okay. Yeah. COVID variants. Interesting. So the first, like the very first one was alpha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Alpha, beta, delta, gamma. Cool. Epsilon. Awesome. Okay. I so think we're ready to log out here, IE. I think that's all of our articles here. I'm just trying not to close out of actual Zencaster. Wow. Hour 17. What are we doing today, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you interrupted our heart-to-heart. -heart. <laughs> you guys, everybody get ready because we're doing an episode 170 extravaganza. It will not be an hour and 17 minutes. Let's make it short, like 30 minutes. Let's make it Say 17 hey, minutes. How's yeah. it going? Yep, exactly. Just for, just for funsies. This um, is our third anniversary of having this podcast. We're just so happy to be here. So happy to have you as our we're friends. Not, we're not stopping family. anytime soon, I don't think. No, if you thought we were going to give up, we're not doing that. Nope. I thought we were going to give up episode one, but here we are. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we did have a new Instagram post this week. Check it out. Give Whoop. it a like at That's the Worst Pod. I um, and also on Twitter at that's the worst underscore and yeah, we're Kevin IE and that was literally the worst. See Bye. you guys.